Hey, welcome once again. This is Elle at Iron Dove. Dialogue is the key to reform. Access is the key to dialogue. At Iron Dove, you can find both. Come on down, sign up, talk it up, and let's see what we can figure out. I'm back with part two of Henry Luck in China. And here it is. So these young people coming up, how, how do you see them shaping or changing the, the culture there? I mean, do they have that opportunity well, of freedom? I, I, I see the young people changing more the global uh, business culture than their own uh, social culture. I mean, China is becoming or has become the factory to the world, and largely through the hard work of a lot of these young people. Uh, some of them don't even finish high school. They go directly to the factories. They migrate from one province to another. They put in long hours. They accept working conditions. And they produce some of the, a lot of the cheap products that we buy in the West. So that's making a big change in the, in the global business picture. Right. But I do not see them yet, you know, exerting any kind of influence or force to remake the local social culture. Uh, one large reason is, you know, the government is still very uh, cautious and still uh, controlled rather tightly. Uh, new modes of expression uh, in society. So, so young people are also cautious and therefore just do what other people do rather than venture out and, and create something new because that something new may not meet with the approval of the government. Understood. Uh, or, at, at the very least, are not encouraged by society. So, so you are, you know, quite alone in, in if you try to do something new. Now, the Internet must be changing that to some extent. I mean, as we, we're speaking yeah. on an Internet phone call. <laughs> Internet is, 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 is definitely changing that. Uh, but the, the, the vast number of Chinese youth use the Internet for things that are not that revolutionary. I mean, they, they use the Internet to play games. That's very big in China. They use the Internet to, uh, to read news. They use, you know, a lot of, uh, uh, you know, gossipy type of news, uh, entertainment news. They also use the Internet to uh, obviously communicate by email, uh, maybe Internet dating. Not that much e-commerce yet as in the U.S., because uh, using credit card is not as uh, widely accepted in China, and, and people are used to calling for delivery and, and not quite uh, ready to, to just buy things on the Internet. So the Internet is changing China, but not necessarily culturally. It's making life more convenient. Um, People are using it to conduct a normal business. They're not using it to to do any to to do things that are too radical or too new. Okay. Because the government does maintain a very tight watch on the internet. It does not tolerate too much uh, straying from the straight and narrow. Right. Um, the games is that is that the kind of thing like uh, I, I interviewed a, a guy Josh in in Japan last week and he said manga is like a huge thing and people are really into the comic books and the video games and do you see that in China also? 
Yeah, but I think it's a, it's the local version of that. I, so so the Chinese play the local version of that type of game. So they don't necessarily play the Japanese game. The Japanese play their own version. Uh, the Chinese play their the own local version of the same type of games. That's a very popular of these games. My personal interests uh, are in the creating of content uh, and in the um, distribution of content through the internet. So we right now are uh, publishing uh, the a, an electronic magazine on travel. And what's the uh, website? Magazine. Uh, it's called Netgo, N-E-T-G-O, netgo.biz, B-I-Z. Uh, it's a, um, it, it's, we have, we have put out two editions so far. It's a bi-monthly, uh, publication. And we tend to focus on what Americans, uh, find interesting in China particularly uh, in the area of travel and sightseeing. So almost all our cover stories have to do with Americans that are in China. Uh, many of them happen to be people we em employ to teach English to our staff. Uh, one of them is a musician, a jazz uh, musician that composes music, and he has been with us for six months. Um, we also... Um, uh, create videos of um, of the social life of South China, uh, uh, the travel, the food, uh, and also the, the social fabric. And so, at at some point in time, we want to distribute this content as far as as, as we can as we can send them, probably through the internet. Right now, we're busy uh, creating them. At some point in time, we will be also distributing them. I think that would be a great service. Well, that's what I do in China, running my business, making the money uh, through the outsourcing uh, portion in order to subsidize and support my interest in the content creating portion. I hope people would sign on and watch it. Well, I'm certainly going to um, mention your website and uh, encourage people to sign on now and continue watching you because that sounds great. I'm interested myself to uh, to look at all that stuff. Tell, tell me about the food. Well, the food is, is um, in, in Guangzhou, South China, it, 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 it has this very particular style of food. Uh, known as Cantonese cooking, which is very popular in Hong Kong and to a certain extent in America. Uh, it emphasizes uh, mostly use of very uh, fresh ingredients, meaning uh, live. In, in, in the case of uh, chicken, you know, chicken is it, 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 it killed just before they're cooked. Fish is steamed live. Um, and... and not heavy sauces, not spicy, trying to preserve the original juices and flavors. Uh, it's not everyone's cup of tea. Uh, some Americans view it as a big blend. Uh, but in, in Guangzhou, there are other uh, spots of food. Uh, the most famous probably is the Sichuan food from the west of China. Very, very spicy, 
uh, quite popular uh, in America uh, these days. A lot of uh, chili and spices. Um, not quite the local southern Chinese cup of tea, but it's here. So there's a lot of vari- different variety of food, including uh, more Western food now coming uh, coming up in the marketplace. You got the Italian restaurants, of course. You've got all the uh, brand name uh, American uh, fast food chains. You got all the Pizza Huts, McDonald's, uh, Subway. Starbucks, uh, you know, you name it, you have it. Really? Uh, but they're also beginning to have um, uh, Italian restaurants, uh, French restaurants, um, uh, as well as other non-Chinese restaurants in Guangzhou, supporting the growing number of uh, non-Chinese living here, as well as the uh, acquisitive taste of the rich Chinese middle class who want to try other Foods. We do have a very uh, lively and uh, diverse food culture in Guangzhou. Do, do the uh, in terms of traveling, uh, are the is the signage all in Chinese, or some things in English? How how do people get around who don't? Well, actually, uh, most most signs are bilingual, both Chinese and English. Uh, it's a very uh, international city. Most Chinese, most big Chinese cities want to be international, so they put English signs uh, wherever they, they, they can. Uh, sometimes they don't spell them correctly, the words, uh, with, with uh, rather comic effect. <laughs> uh, uh, many companies uh, put both Chinese and English names in front of the door, perhaps to gain a bit of cachet. So you should, you should not get lost. Yeah. is a big city of 11 million people. We live our offices and our and our and we live in in literally uh, in the middle of town downtown. Um, and we come we travel between Hong Kong and, and and Guangzhou usually by express train that takes an hour and 45 minutes one way. It's just about like going from New York to Philadelphia by by Amtrak. Wow. I live here most uh, most. Uh, through the week, and then only go to Hong Kong uh, on weekends. Uh, but this weekend, I'm staying in, in, in Guangzhou because we, we just threw a party for Halloween. So you celebrate some of the more Americanized type of holidays there? In fact, our staff do not get many of the Chinese holidays because our, our clients are American. So instead, they, they get all the American holidays, uh, Christmas, Thanksgiving, uh, you know, Labor Day, uh, because when our clients have a holiday, we, we, we can afford to take a day off. Uh, and because of the pervasiveness of Western culture, and the fact that we are a company that cater to American clients, uh, American customs are, you know, of great interest to our staff. And so that's why we took the opportunity to celebrate, uh, or have a hol- Halloween party tonight. That's fun. In sort of uh, bringing this this interview together, is there anything that you would like to add? Yeah, I think I think China is is a place that that is uh, evolving. It will have uh, a great impact not only on itself but on the rest of the world, uh, and it is worth a visit.
I think the the only way to see China is to see it for yourself. Is to to come and take a look uh, and, and see how both how it is different and how it is similar to the United States. Uh, and and I think it's very very reassuring to see that the, the Chinese society, particularly along economic lines, functions very similar to American society. The differences are mostly social and cultural. And even there, the, the, the differences are, are, are narrowing. And, and so I believe that um, it, it's a very easy travel to, you know, in the big cities for, for typical Americans because they would not find it... Uh, they would find the differences intriguing and interesting but not threatening and they would find the similarities reassuring and comforting. So basically, I just invite your listeners, uh, viewers, to try to find an opportunity to, 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 to come to China. Uh, actually, the tickets are not expensive. Um, and all you need to do is find the time and, and, and come take a look. You will see, you will see the future unraveling uh, developing in front of you from, from, a, from a nation that basically is very backward to now quite modern in cities and then and then you know continue, continuing to move forward and onward that's wonderful is and it's and it's quite safe there it is quite safe yes in, in, in the city uh, particularly for foreign visitors yeah Wow. Well, thank you. I think we got a pretty good interview. And my audio is a little bit up and down just because it's an international call here. I hope that, you know, we can, we can speak again in the future and then maybe report on some new developments when we have more new things to tell your audience. I definitely hope we can speak in the future. I, um, I want to not only speak in the future um, over, over audio, but I'd love to be able to present some of your of your video stuff where where people can actually see for themselves you know if they can't get on the ground over there which i think is obviously the best way to really uh experience another culture but if they can't actually well, get there we'll see what we can do uh about that and and as soon as we can do that we'll be happy to do that yeah that'd be great one more time so i can see if i can get a really clear give me your website so that people can come and see your magazine N-E-T. G O dot B I Z or B I Z. Netgo dot biz. Okay, netgo dot biz. And it's a big file, so be patient in downloading it. Okay. Fantastic. Well, Henry, it's been really great chatting with you. I thank you so much, and uh, I will uh, be speaking with you again very soon. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well, that was Henry Luck from uh, Guangzhou in China, and uh, fabulous guy. I really enjoyed having a chat with him. I hope our audio came out okay. It's a little rough sometimes over the Internet, so uh, be patient with some of these interviews. I don't always have the most perfect setups because sometimes people are calling from just a regular telephone or even a cell phone, but... Um, in my quest to bring to you aspects of different cultures, 
you know, I'll do the best I can. And uh, this was a wonderful interview. Thank you, Henry. And please go and check out his website at uh, www.netgo.biz. And uh, take a a look and see what China is all about. It's uh, probably the most exciting up-and-coming opening culture in the world. And I can't wait to get there myself and visit. And when I do, I will most certainly have a podcast for you from on the ground. Until tomorrow, thank you for joining me. Thank you again, Henry. And uh, come on down, sign up, talk it up. Let me know what you think. This is Ellen Iron Dove signing out.